0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gary McAllister says there's no need for Rangers panic After dropped points at the weekend With Livy in the cup up next Celtic announce a pre-tax loss of £11.5 million And Scotland women's national team kick off a new era Of playing their home games at Hampden When the Pharaohs visit tonight I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna Four League Cup quarter-finals this midweek Gordon and it's a midweek of atonement Dundee take on the holders St Johnson Trying to atone for Derby defeat at Tannadice Hibs go to Tannadice Trying to atone for The dropping of two points Late on to St Mirren Rangers take on Livy Trying to atone for The first dropped Premiership points At Ibrox in 18 months And Celtic of course Try to atone for that Defeat at Livingston But we all know what happens when Celtic and Wraith meet in the League Cup, eh, Gordon? And, and straight away to a man who's had to atone for a lot of things in his life as well, so it fits perfectly. <laughs> I have atoned. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this um, coming week, Gordon. Obviously, it starts tomorrow, and then I'll try and get into Celtic Park for the second half. Hopefully. You'll be welcome after your, your status in this fixture. Yeah, well. And there, there is no way in, as I, we know. Well, so. that's the thing, so I'll just need to be a neutral. Um, and then. The weekend, a lot of good games, a lot of important games coming up. Rangers and Celtic, obviously disappointed at the weekend, but all credit to Livingston, first uh, victory of the season and Motherwell. I thought it was a very, very good performance, and I enjoyed the Dundee Derby as well. So a lot to talk about. It's all happening. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That's the number you need to get in touch with Roger Hanna or Gordon DL tonight. You can, as always, tweet us at Clyde SSB. But it goes without saying, we prefer to speak to you. On the phones That's the way to do it So pick up the phone And let us know what you're thinking Usual Tuesday night rules apply I dare say you've got something on your mind Still hanging over from the weekend It was actually really really busy On the phones last night So if you didn't get through And you want to talk Livy Celtic Or Rangers Motherwell Or whatever else It's a good opportunity to do that You are more than welcome Of course you can look ahead To League Cup games as well Rangers against Livy uh, perhaps the big one in this city tomorrow Celtic waiting until Thursday night So pick up that phone Let us know what's on your mind 01419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB I have a funny feeling Roger The reason the phones were so busy last night Is because both Celtic and Rangers dropped points on Sunday And it's not often they do that on the same day No absolutely not And you get a flavour for it on Sunday in the show After the two final whistles were blown At the Tony Macaroni and at Ibrox Um I'm not desperately surprised by either result, I have to say. Rangers are not yet firing on all cylinders in the league. Stephen Gerrard and Gary McAllister have both admitted as much in the last 48 hours. Motherwell, they were travelling to Ibrox off the back of three successive league wins. I think if they had pinched a winner at the end of the game, you boys are in better place than me to confirm this. Motherwell would have gone top of the league on Sunday night, wouldn't they? So not really an enormous surprise. And as for Celtic, you know... Yes, they have a poor record on the plastic at the Tony Macaroni. We know that. But the bigger picture at the minute is the away form in general. You wouldn't believe it, but Celtic haven't won domestically away from home since St Valentine's Day. Over seven months ago at St Johnson. Three Premiership games away from home, three defeats. And if you throw in Alkmaar and throw in Betis, 
four away defeats for mm. Celtic on the spin inside 24 days. Must be a worry for yeah. Celtic supporters. I mean, I was about to ask Gordon Dale if he remembered that game, mm. but when you mentioned it was on Valentine's Day, I don't think we want to go back there. I think it's, it's, for, it's for the best uh, that we move on. But 01419511025, what did you make of the weekend? Like I say, lots of you were trying to get through and didn't last night. So uh, we can pick up where we left off, if you like. Rangers fans, maybe more of an immediate one for you because you play Livingston. Tomorrow Is that now a fixture That carries a bit more Worry for you Than it would have done previously Given the way the game went At the weekend Or do you expect A a bounce back Would you do anything different With the team Is there anyone out there That you think perhaps Deserves a chance to Come in and and make a difference How important are the Cups Of course After the disappointment In them uh, Last season So 01419511025 On that front Celtic fans I'm sure there's still Lots of disappointment From the defeat at Livy Whatever it is Pick up the phone and let us know uh, Let's start hearing from Some of the key figures involved then In Scottish football today It was Gary McAllister Speaking on behalf of Rangers today uh, He says There is room for improvement at Rangers But no need for panic uh, They are still top Despite the points dropped at home to Motherwell on Sunday And the assistant boss says They all know they can improve If you'd said at the start of the season We'd be in this position Where we're sat today We'd probably have took it But us being who we are And and the, the standards that are set and the players would, would agree with me as well we, we feel as if we should have a few more points but as you say you know it, it can't be that bad we're sat top of the league and we've got a chance to get to a semi-final so loads to play for it's a big again I want to emphasise how important this game is tomorrow night we need to be a wee bit more you know a wee bit more devilment in our, finishment, our finishing and a wee bit more oomph so to speak and just a wee bit more belief because Leading up to the, the corners of the box and, and getting into the box, I believe we're playing some decent stuff, but there just needs to be that wee bit more hunger and desire to score. So Rangers fans, are you confident there will be no repeat of Sunday's struggle when Livy come to town in the Cup tomorrow? As Gary McAllister says, one game away from a semi-final. It's a hugely important stage of the competition, a competition that you will want to win desperately. So how are you feeling Ahead of tomorrow And what would you do with the team Would you do anything different Is there anyone waiting in the wings That you think deserves a chance To come in and provide that Devilment that Gary McAllister talks about Or try and provide that spark That many of you have been telling us Has been missing 01419511025 Pick up the phone And let us know Roger so we're in between The game's coming thick and fast Motherwell at Ibrox Livy at Ibrox That sounds like a similar challenge What the Rangers need to do To make sure it's not a similar outcome um, The first thing to see is Oomph's a great word You don't hear oomph From managers very often So uh, You would imagine If Stephen Gennard And Gary McAllister Have used that In the dressing room The players will Give it a little bit more Oomph There was plenty of Chances There was plenty of Possession Plenty of territorial advantage At the weekend It actually reminded me A little bit of the game With Motherwell Before Christmas last year You know Motherwell weren't up the park Too too often Rangers had so much of the ball Except the difference This time was Rangers just couldn't get That second or third goal With chances Came a roof Missed a chance Just after break um, Fashion Sakala Having scored the goal Probably from an offside position Should have had a second goal Later in the game So you can understand Why Gary McAllister's Calling for a little bit More oomph Calling for a bit more devilment from the strikers He wants them to to find that 
cutting edge that was there last year and maybe hasn't been there this year and if they don't find the cutting edge the way Celtic failed to find it against Livy then it could turn out to be a, a very good week for David Martindale When you create the chances that, that Rangers did Gordon can you be relaxed and assume that well, one day you'll finish them off you're not going to miss Kamal Roof isn't going to miss from six yards every week um, or is there still that that niggling doubt that lots of fans have been telling us that they're just not quite firing the way that, that they would like well I'll go from a striker's point of view Gordon if I was playing with Rangers just now and I'm playing up front and they're creating the chances they're creating I'd be very confident I'd start putting them in the back of net uh, very quickly it's when you're looking at games and thinking didn't create a lot there um, you know struggling maybe to score the big thing for Rangers this season for me is they're still creating chances I thought they played very well on uh, Sunday in the first half especially the second half I didn't uh, they created chances they could have scored more goals but all credit to Motherwell they just hung in there and they got their equaliser and, and, and at the end of the game uh, as much as you can talk about stats and possession and everything I think Motherwell deserved it the one thing I've noticed about Rangers this year is they'll get they'll give you chances. They'll give up a go. Um, if you can go, for instance, I I I I didn't see it coming. Rogers said that he wasn't surprised at the weekend. I was. I thought Rangers and Living uh, Celtic would go and and win their games. Uh, I know they were difficult, but I thought they'd go and win their games. I see that tomorrow night with Rangers. Uh, the manager will be looking for a reaction. If they keep, keep creating any chances, they will score goals. Of that, there's no doubt. But if you're Livingston and you're David Martindale you're saying keep yourself in the game as long as you possibly can because that's where Rangers to me are starting to struggle a little bit let's bring in Craig who's a Rangers fan and get his verdict on things at the moment take it away Craig hi uh, Gordon Dags and Roger how's it going nope. um, I, I think it's a huge disappointment because I thought we had to win um, on, on Sunday because um, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought Celtic would drop points um, away at Livingston because you know we know the record they've got at Almondville. Um, they're missing quite a few key players, and I just felt it's exactly the type of fixture, um, and we've done it as well, obviously, that, that you do drop points in. So I was, it was hugely disappointing that we don't capitalise on that. You know, we could be sitting here, you know, six points clear of Celtic at the moment, um, and you know. To be honest, though, I think we kind of got away with one on Sunday because, you know, let's make no mistake about it. The referees had an absolute howler um, in that game on Sunday. Um, you know, Sakara's offside. I'm man enough to admit that it's, it's a really poor call. I do think there were two stonewall penalties missed in the game. I think Motherwell had a stonewall, and I think Davis McGabby's handball for ours I think is is a stone wall because it's elevated it's away from his body at shoulder height there's no reason for his arm to be there so in that respect you know we could have lost that game 2-1 just as easily as we've, we've got a point um, I, I just think we're, we're lacking a real killer instinct right now to go and put teams to bed and I think that's especially important to find when we know we're looking vulnerable defensively because God, I think Dags is right we will give up chances because that's what we've been doing all season. We're, we're giving up sloppy goals. I don't know what Barisic is doing. For the Motherwell goal, he is in no man's land. I don't know why he isn't much tighter into the play. Um, and, and, you know, the boy really basically gets a free shot and goal when it comes to him and he's not going to miss for there. So, 
it's, yeah. It's, Why is that, Craig? Then, what's your theory? What's the difference? Because by and large, we're talking similar personnel. There is, of course, um, maybe one or two that, that that have come in this season. Obviously, there's a bit more chopping and changing as well. Yeah, I, I don't really know. I think I think one of the things I would say. I think obviously the chopping and changing in defence. I don't think has helped a great deal. I think, you know, I'm still not convinced that Jack Simpson should be wearing a Rangers jersey. For me, you know, he's had a few chances now and he's not lit the world alight in any of them. I think for some reason Barisic ain't in, in form. And I don't know if it is because we're changing it that much. We don't have a, a static, you know, stable back four. But in terms of going forward, you know, I'm looking at Morelos right now in much the same vein I think I would have looked at Odson Edward last season. He looks like a guy who, despite the fact he has stayed at the club, he came out talking about wanting big moves. I think he clearly feels he wants to go now, and I don't think he's as committed to the cause as he was last season. Let's put some of that to the guys. Um, Craig has concerns about Jack Simpson. Are they harsh or fair? Um, if I, I'll go first. I've not been impressed with him, Gordon, but... I'm a great believer in giving someone a bit of time, giving them a run of games uh, to settle in. Because if you play at the back, it's really partnerships, you know, getting used to playing with someone like Golson in there who plays normally week in, week out. So that's who you probably partner most of the times. He's not had a great deal of game time uh, so far. But what I've seen of him, um, I've not been overly impressed. But... Playing on that side, what I don't think helps him, and I've argued this since the beginning of the season, that Barisic, to me, is a top, top quality player, and I thought he was miles ahead of Bassey, and I was always arguing that Barisic would be my number one pick. His form is incredible. How how poor he is just now. I totally agree with Craig. I thought he's defending, he's, um, his positional play. He looks like a boy that's playing with no confidence, with the ability he's got. And now if you were asking me If I was picking the team tomorrow night Who'd my left back be? Mm. I'd put Bassi in And I don't think that helps Simpson on that side Here's the, the thing though Roger Because I'm, I think Craig might agree And loads of Rangers fans listening would agree Maybe maybe Bassi is a good shout to come in for a game like this But Craig's also said that the chopping and changing At, at the yeah. back isn't helping yeah. So how, how do you make both of those things happen at the same time? Listen, it's a strange one I agree with that I didn't think Simpson looked particularly clever at the mother of Eliza Barisic isn't playing well I agree with what Alex said last night I think Stephen Davis And you notice it because his standards are always yeah. so high Last couple of games I think he's maybe dipped a little bit And it's been noticeable Ryan Kent, now injured Wasn't playing at his best Morelos, not playing at his best Probably got a wee hamstring niggle in there as well If you listen to the manager last Friday um, But All of that said Rangers are clear yeah. at the top They're a point clear of Hibs They're four points clear at Celtic, of Celtic If you'd offered Rangers this At the start of the season This position At this date in September They would undoubtedly have taken it mm-hmm. And the one thing You know I listened to the Rangers callers Craig probably heard them as well Some after the game Sunday Some phoning into Alec and Hugh And yourself last night Gordon And I'm amazed That none of them have said These are the first points That Rangers have dropped In the Premiership Since a year passed in March You know if Rangers Drop points to Motherwell on Sunday And then go another 18 months Before dropping any more points at home Rangers will win the league again uh, Craig just quickly Would you do anything different tomorrow then Is there anything that you think Needs to be done to ensure that there is no Slip up in the cup this time um, I think I would put I'd certainly 
although you don't want the chunk of change, and I think I would put Calvin Bassey in. I think he's not put a foot wrong any time he's come on the park. Um, personally, I would I'd be starting Fashion Sakala again because I just think right now he looks like he's got much more energy um, in him than, than Morelos does. Um, I, w- I would I'd be tempted to try and you know maybe even slightly tweak the formation just a, a touch because you know Livingston are going to be really really compact you know that's their their strength is, is defend for your life and I think if we're playing you know our usual 4-3-3 they know how to defend against that all day long they will do that so I would I would maybe just slightly change it Okay Craig I'm going to have to leave it there we're running out of time a little bit I want to squeeze one more but it was a pleasure to speak to you let's bring in Brian and see what he's got for the panel hi Brian Yes, hi panel, thanks for letting me on uh, uh, I'm just going to go off a wee bit on a tangent here I like that, I like it when uh, people do that, on you go It's uh, I'm obviously going to talk about Rangers uh, It was just an article that I read uh, the, the other day uh, I don't know who it was that actually wrote it uh, It was in an app on my phone uh, So it's credible it was basically liking this, and I know we're only six weeks, uh, sorry, six matches into the, the, the actual league season, but liking this to the 93-94 season. Uh, now, Roger will know exactly what I'm talking about here. The season before 92-93 for Rangers was a momentous season. We won the treble and we got to the Champions League semi-final and lost to Marseille. And what I remember about 93-94 uh, and exactly what this person said was that Rangers had a reaction to the previous season and they were kind of limping but Celtic were in transition like they are at the moment and that particular Rangers side won the league comfortably that season but they did only win 22 out of the 44 games that initially was the last season that we had two points for a win you know, it changed the following yeah. season to points. Okay. Well, I mean, admittedly, Gordon DL's recollection of 1994 is a little bit hazy for for various reasons. So you won't mind me passing that on you to Roger. Can pass no, it on, thought yeah. you might say that. Um, <laughs> what do you make? Um, his, his memory of lunchtime is not particularly good um, either. Brian's recollection, and uh, yeah, it is well, only six games in. But can, can you listen, see similarities? Ha- this can happen to a lot of teams. A lot of teams who have a hugely successful season, like Rangers did last year, winning the league with 25 points. If you look down south To Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool Who won the league for the first time in 30 years Absolutely superb um, Been at a couple of Champions League finals And then last season They just didn't quite get back to those heights I think they finished third in the league It was a, a reasonable finish But they never quite hit the heights again So it, it can happen It was always going to be difficult for Rangers to maintain Not the heights of performance Just the consistency The consistency to finish a 38 game season Without a single defeat Was Remarkable Highly unlikely It was going to happen Again this season um, They stalled At Tannadice When they lost In that Jamie Robson goal They dropped The first home points In 18 months Against an on-form Motherwell side At the weekend But as Gary McAllister Was trying to say today The important thing If you look at the big picture Is They are top of the league Ahead of Hibernian mm-hmm. Four points ahead of Celtic And If they win at home To Livingston tomorrow night They're back into A Hamden semi-final In the League Cup um, so it's not all doom and gloom around the place I think Rangers fans will think it's a missed opportunity I think Craig said at the top of the show 
when Celtic lose at Livingston Rangers will be kicking themselves that they didn't get maximum points against Motherwell and go further clear mm. six points clear of Celtic but they didn't but they're still in a good place I like it Brian I'm always happy with a trip down memory lane we're a bit late for the travel though so forgive me we will get travel with Stephen Then we're going to hear from Joe Hart Celtic fans A nice chance for you To get involved And let us know What's on your mind You are the voice Of Scottish football Call 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard At Gordon DL And Roger Hanna I think for one night only We need to broadcast What gets said During the, the breaks Because it's a real insight All I've heard For the last five minutes I was actually trying to tell you A really serious story Close to my heart Something I'm not even Going to share on air yet and all I could hear was you banging on about how you used to want to be a cowboy <laughs> Honestly Randolph Scott that's, that's the type of feedback you get in here uh-huh. it's, Honestly That's the last time I tell you something serious Anyway 01419511025 uh, Let's hear a bit from Celtic goalkeeper Joe Hart Shall we? He believes Celtic's form will change Although he acknowledges they must start winning on the road He had the captain's armband on On Sunday for the 1-0 defeat at Livingston he says the fans deserve more We're trying to build uh, what the manager wants from us And what we want We're all buying into it uh, We're all on the same page And we're going to keep pushing It's the start of the season um, But We can't really afford too many more of these If any But we, we're well aware of that And we're, we're all pulling in the same direction And we'll continue to do that And we believe that um, We believe that's going to work for us It's a tough one to take It is Because we're all trying to do something For this club We we had three quarters of the stadium For an away game I've never I've never seen that in my life Uh, And It's It's a a great occasion to play in Uh, You know It's a a huge club to play for And and it's not through lack of effort You know I think that's clear It's not through lack of effort It's just um, Application on the day And football is One of those One of those games That One of the reasons we love it Unfortunately Is because of results like today um, where we didn't we didn't take our chances and, and Libby took their, their chance well. Let's bring in Anthony, who's a Celtic fan from Cardonald. What's on your mind tonight, Anthony? Hi there. Hello. Hey, evening, guys. Yeah. Um, I was just trying to talk about like, the Celtic situation and that. Mm. Um, Ange Postecoglou came out in the stadium um, to take the team in for this season. To, in, Looking back in last season, we'd think ourselves, it's a new year, it's a big building job. Um, this league title this year might be out of reach. The promising start we got after under Ange gave us a bit of hope and thinking we could have a day something. But what people have got to remember is this guy's just new to this country. He's in here, he's been here a couple of months, he's got his goal, he's got everybody on board. Um, and he's got the summer transfer window. Some of the, the, the summer dealings have been done well, but he needs January to come as well to get that transfer window. Let me put um, that to the guys, Anthony, and I'm going to get producer Callum to try and clear up the line. I, I can just about hear you, and I think we certainly got the point, but it would be nice to hear you a bit clearer. Um, so Ange Postacoglu came in, it was a big rebuild, but then you know he starts giving people a bit of promise because of the way they were playing, but he needs more time ultimately, is Anthony's take, more more transfer windows. and. 100% agree I said it in the show on Sunday I'm not getting carried away with uh, attractive football I'm not getting carried away with losing to Livingston Gordon This is a massive job for him um, It won't just be a case of bringing in what something like 10 new players Look at the quality he's lost Yes, his brand of football is good I went to Celtic Park and watched him against St Mern I really enjoyed the way they played 
There's of that. There's no doubt. Good, good attacking football, and I think Celtic fans are bought into this. If I think that Celtic are going to go and win the league this year, I I would definitely say no. But I think it's all about the manager getting time, as in to the next transfer window, to the summer transfer window. I know results are very important when you're a club at Celtic. I totally take that on board. But if you look at how what what the Rangers fans think of Stephen Gerrard, for instance, just now, Stephen Gerrard come in and has won one trophy in what nine? Right, he signed numerous amount of players, and he eventually got it right. So I think that he, uh, you know, the Rangers board backed the manager and look at the reward they're getting for it. I think it's got to be the same with Celtic just now. But you need something, Roger. Probably it makes it easier, doesn't it, to hang on? If it's, it is an interesting comparison, Gordon makes the thing that helped Steven Gerrard was Europe. So yeah, he didn't win anything, but because Europe was pretty good. Fans thought, well, if we can achieve that, you know, that things might come good yeah. domestically. You, need, you need, probably Listen, need something. We've had loads of Rangers fans on saying, as well as the European adventures, if you like, they could see year on year progress with the team. They could see the team getting better. It was closing the gap on Celtic. That says one trophy out of nine. That's correct. But the supporters and the board, I think, saw the team was was improving. Don't think anyone foresaw a twenty five point. Winning the league title last season So that was another bonus for them Celtic If you take Sunday in isolation At Livingston Celtic didn't have their best striker Kyogo Didn't have their best midfielder McGregor They didn't have their most decorated player Forrest They didn't have their best centre half Julian Didn't have their best left back Taylor They didn't have the most recent signing Giacomakis So you can make Excuses if you want By the missing personnel But the truth of it is Celtic are at the start of an enormous rebuilding job and it's now going to test the patience of the Celtic support and the Celtic board the way that the patience of the Rangers support and the Rangers board were tested. Rangers support and Rangers board stayed with Stephen Gerrard because they saw signs of improvement. Listen to a lot of the Celtic callers. They say they can see signs of improvement from Ange Postacoglu's team so they'll need to stick with it. You get the impression, Anthony, that a lot of Celtic fans are still on that same wavelength though, aren't they? Oh, sorry, I just I thought I was cut off here because my signal was cut. Yeah, we've got you back, don't worry. Uh, um, no, I'm just kind of like thinking this, um, this guy needs at least till the summer of 2022 kind of transfer window wise. But in Glasgow, you just don't get time. But I think um, Celtics, Celtic fans have been starved. Uh, sorry, most of them. They've had success all their life. I mean, I grew up in the 90s and I've seen my team gone for like third, fourth, fifth, and all that. Right, and see right, see right now, this is a new year, this is a whole new rebuilding job, as you just said there. So some fans need to calm down a wee bit and realise that it's, you know what, it takes time sometimes. And if it takes a year to get back to, talk, to the top, then I'd quite happily wait that year, but. Some people don't. I mean, we are a fickle bunch, aren't we? The the if you look at the, we have a bit of fun with preseason predictions, right? It's, it's just a laugh, and I get to slag you a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Come May, I mean, no, absolutely nobody took took Celtic to win the league. Um, and then when it becomes a bit clearer a couple of months later that in fact they might not win the league, and everybody might be right. Then all of a sudden the, the criticism gets gets piled on. Yeah, and uh, even though that's what everyone said was going to happen. Yeah, and last. I think everybody needs to be fair to Ange Postecoglou. When he came in, 
he hasn't pulled any punches He's not trying to pull the wool over the eyes of the Celtic support He's told the Celtic fans what they knew already That it's an enormous rebuild There were 12 players in And something like 15 players out in the summer, Gordon So it's just unbelievable mm. to think That this new team could hit the ground mm-hmm. running um, When they were good Those home games against Indian St Mirren And to a lesser extent Ross County They were very good But away from home they have struggled both in Europe and domestically. That's, that's what I was going to say, though, Gordon, because you said earlier, you know, the, the style of play is good, but mm. the style of play is not good enough to win at Livy or Tynecastle or Ibrox. So, what, yeah, uh, what yeah. needs tweaked? What needs improved upon? Um, uh, well, he, he can turn to, and as Roger says, he's missing a few key players. As much as his attacking style is there, he may have to just tweak his system a little bit, Gordon. He's getting to know the Scottish game as well. Uh, he's, Roger said there He's brought 12 players in Now if you think Those 12 players Everyone's got a big success Then we're kidding ourselves on So that's why I'm saying It's going to take time I totally agree With the caller I think if you're a Celtic fan Just now You will have to have patience Because I keep looking over The, the other side of the city And you look at When Stephen Gerrard walked in And he had The focus And the mind to say I want X, Y and Z And it took time And it worked for him And Rangers fans bought into it Celtic fans will mm. need to be the same And uh, it's, worth, it's worth pointing out as well In the calendar month of October Celtic have three away games in the league Aberdeen at Pataudry Motherwell at Fir Park yeah. Hibs at Easter Road Yeah absolutely um, I don't for a second expect people to be Battering down the phone lines To discuss the fact that Celtic have appointed A new head of sports science I get that, Anton we're, that we're not that detailed yet But there is a bit of significance there, Roger. It's Ange Postacoglu's first backroom appointment. He's It's something clearly that, that the club needed. And nowadays, with the emphasis that's put on that side of things, it may turn out to be an important yeah, one. and it's noticeable as well that when Ange spoke, I think it was last month, about changes to the backroom, he actually put yes, the focus did, on sports science, on you know all the sort of what you might call the... Uh, you know, side things, if you like, but very important side things in, in the sort of support structure. He seems quite content. I know David Martin deals in the papers this morning saying, you know, perhaps it would have been better if Angie had been allowed to choose his own coaches, his own assistant, his own backroom team. Well, he actually said he was more interested in, in building the other side of things, mm-hmm. the sports science side, the nutrition, the development side of things, than replacing John Kennedy and, and Gavin Strachan. And I'll give Gavin his proper name. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, Anton McAloon, in from Morton, he's got quite a CV. I think he was at Tottenham for a number mm-hmm. of years working in that side of things. Um, he will be the first, I would say, of a number Mm. Of appointments that Angel make Anthony it was nice to speak to you Hopefully we will do it again soon Kevin is also on the line Talk to us Kevin Hi hi guys Hello You got us Kevin can you hear us Yeah Good man on yeah. you go Yeah loud and clear on you go uh, Yeah it was just um, Obviously I'm, I'm a Celtic supporter Yeah Angel needs time He needs a t- He's rebuilding and the January window will come up upon him soon. It obviously rebuilds then. But he, uh, the, the, the fella needs time. I'm one of them. I, I'm no. He says I like the, the football he's playing. Listen, and yeah, we know we've lost three games, away games. But uh, he really does need time. I, th- I think everyone agrees with that. Okay, well, m- most people agree with that though. But you c- can't lose every away game till January, surely. I mean that that. That is a run that's not all down to him It stretches back to Valentine's Day As Roger says 
It's now three out of three in the Premiership I think most people do accept that He does need time, does need patience It's only September um, But Rogers mentioned that fixture list They're going to have to find a way of winning away games sooner than not that, that, that will surely change if, I'm not a manager myself He knows what he's doing So he's got to actually change but Obviously guys coming back into his squad And his first team injuries, whatever um, I was surprised at the lineup. To be honest, at Livingston um, But Yeah What in particular surprised you about the lineup? Ball and golly Well yeah, that, that's a fair surprised one I'll get, get to that in a second Um there are always circumstances Now cynics or critics would say nah, They're excuses but they're not They're circumstances Although they have lost three away games out of three this season And that sounds terrible And in many ways it is terrible The first one's at Tynecastle, Which is, can be a difficult place to go The Fur- last minute winner Fur- Furuhashi lands that morning I think Starfield lands the day before And looked uncomfortable It's early on uh, The next one's against Rangers They're the best team in the league, obviously They romped the title last season And Celtic will lose more games at Ibrox, I'm sure, in the future And then, of course, Levy A notoriously play, difficult place to go With a, with ball and golly playing And with no Callum McGregor And with no Furuhashi or Giacomakis Now, again, I hear it I can hear people shouting at the radio You're making excuses But maybe once those things do start to iron themselves out See for me Gordon The only time that you'll come under a lot of pressure is, And it's getting highlighted just now Is the away games right If he continually plays the same brand of football Which I like But the same sort of a formation And he's losing a lot of games away from home Then he'll come under scrutiny Of that there's no doubt But I think he's just in the country He's getting to know the Scottish League He's getting to know that his players Either new players coming in He's he's having difficulty now with You know, one or two injuries And whatever he may be He's trying to get people up to fitness as well It will take time He'll learn from, this, from that He'll learn from Livingston As I keep saying I think if you're a Celtic fan This is just a, a learning curve this year for you I think you've got to dig in deep Go and enjoy it when it's right attacking football And he's got to get the away record right Are we to see more of Ball and Golly then Or was this some sort of emergency measure Roger Kevin says he was surprised to see him um, I was astonished to see him um, I didn't think we'd see Bobby Ball and Golly in a Celtic shirt again After the incident last season And I say that because I know The anger that his actions caused Within the club last season um, I've been very surprised to see Two transfer windows go past And his permanent departure from the club Hadn't been announced Neither of the transfer windows So I was really surprised to see him On the team sheet at Tony Macaroni on Sunday um, Greg Taylor's the first choice He's out injured with a shoulder injury that, that might require surgery Young Adam Montgomery I would say would be the sort of backup He had a big shift for a young man in Seville On Thursday night um, Tony Ralston wasn't 100% Otherwise I think Joseph Juranovic Would have been Shoved back over to left back So maybe it was a needs must Operation for Bolingoli to start the game But I didn't think he produced A performance that would necessarily Command that he keeps the place When Celtic play eighth on Thursday night Thank you Kevin 01419511025 This is a great time to get your calls in Because we'll get some travel And you could be up next 01419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here It's 01419511025 Or we are on Twitter At Clyde SSB uh, I wonder if John will phone back in I liked the guy last night Roger Who put Hugh Keevans in his place Just looking down his nose at you Scumbag Football writers yeah. You should know your role in society And you're one of them as well So yeah. I, I wonder if we'll get John back yeah, on I heard John that was good. I, liked I, 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 I went and had a very good word with myself About my career choice On s1jobs.com this yeah. morning Yeah good yeah. Quite right Okay 01419511025 uh, We are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB um, Let's hear a bit from In fact I'll tell you what Let's hear from Kenny Who's a Rangers fan in Guruk first Kenny what's your point tonight? Hello how are we okay? Oh not bad at all How are you? Yeah, I'm fine, Good. thanks. Um, I was at the game on Sunday. That's the first game I've been to since before the COVID. Um, so, so, uh, so you're a, you're a bad luck charm, is what you're telling us. <laughs> well, I'm a pal saying that before <laughs> I went to the game, actually. Um, so, I was coming out of the game and obviously a bit disappointed that we drew. Um, I thought the first half we were excellent. I thought, apart from putting the ball in the net more, um, I thought. They could handle us. Aribo in particular was having a great game. Mm-hmm. However, right, and I know you spoke about it on Sunday, I heard that, and then I heard that it was on last night again as well. But the time wasting, I mean, I'm the same as what Hugh was talking about. See if Rangers are playing Celtic or they're playing a European game or they're playing a big game and we're, one, we're winning with one goal and you're in injury time, I'm shouting, take it into the corner, protect it, you know, bring a sub on, stuff like that. But no, this was from the first minute of the game. Motherwell were time wasting. I mean, as soon as the keeper got the first ball back to him within about a minute, he took thirty odd seconds before he launched it up the park. It was continuous. Now I seen the magazine had a sports thing today saying there was 50, out of ninety six minutes in that game because there was six minutes of injury time. There was fifty one minutes of dead time. Yep, that's probably a record. I would think. Uh, it's a okay. record. It's a record since Rangers' last game when they played St Johnson, and there was fifty-three minutes. Oh, was that right? I didn't know. Now, that. Now, mm. now, now, Kenny, Kenny, you've you've phoned the wrong phone in show because I've got two Motherwell fans either side yeah. of me who look at <laughs> who, who are shrugging their shoulders and saying we don't really care. We got a one-one draw. At Ibrox. We'll waste as much time as we like. Not, it's nothing to do with that. I obviously think I was like everyone when I when you see that number. It sounds like a, it sounds huge, and I, and I think we would all agree it is. But if it's no bigger than Every no, other no, game no, that listen, Rangers listen, play this I, season not, Then see, what's see, the I, issue? I'm seriously If Graham Alexander is listening to the show Or Stephen O'Donnell Who was on the show on Friday night Is listening tonight They won't be bothered in the slightest It's not mm. Motherwell's problem Motherwell have wasted time Motherwell, whether you like it or not Have been mm. allowed to And they've come away with a one all draw Which is a point better Than anyone else has managed at Ibrox In the last 18 months So I've, I've heard this complaint the last three days on the show that Motherwell wasted time. Mm. There has to come a point where Rangers have put the game beyond the Motherwell so that the time wasting doesn't mm. matter. I think when you listen but, to but Rangers think, manager, maybe we'll get him on one night to, to find out who, who. Who do you think Liam Kelly learned it off of? Just curious. Any any ideas, suggestions? I know who you mean, Gordon Diel. Alan McGregor No I wouldn't say, I'm not suggesting that I'm asking you If you had any ideas See what that Roger Hanna said He there, just honestly. jumped out That's his idea honestly. So we're putting out there But oh, the Rangers Sorry about this Kenny Surrounded by Motherwell fans It's the same every Tuesday night I've got to put up with this 
Yeah, the fact the facts are there about St Johnston and everything like that, and most of the games against Rangers, and you'll find that Gordon. But the Rangers manager's not complaining about the time, the dead time. Mm. He's complaining about being clinical in front of goals and finishing games off, and they had chances to do that. And they let Motherwell grow into the game, so give Motherwell a wee mm. bit of credit sometimes. Uh, I mean, Kenny. So, like I said, the fun of the second half was going. I was beginning to think they were going to win it. Um, but uh, the only other thing I wanted to bring up was I was really disappointed with the the flag day celebrations. I mean, I don't know what I was expecting, but for the, the three of them just to go out on the park and put a wee box out and pop up the flag, I thought there was going to be fireworks, a couple of old players or guests there or something. But um, it was a Really a bit of a damp script Yeah right? unfortunately I was working in here on Sunday Kenny Please <laughs> Do you know what Funnily enough though I've, I've heard I've seen a few Well a lot of Rangers fans Making a similar point yeah. And it's funny Because it's something That I, I just had not considered Or really thought of But I guess when you're Emotionally invested And you've paid your money And you've had the tough time away Because of Covid And you've seen your team do Great things last season Maybe Maybe they were expecting a bit more of a spectacle, Roger. Well, I, I had an interview in my newspaper, The Scottish Sun, on Sunday with Andy Cameron, who's recalling the day in 1975 when Rangers paraded the trophy with John Gregg on the back of a horse and cart round the track at Ibrox. <laughs> so I, I, I'm not sure whether James Tavernier would necessarily have enjoyed a repeat of that in uh, in 2021. But I saw the, uh, the flag unfurling. I think... Once you've unfurled a flag, it's mm. maybe difficult to make it look any more any more spectacular. I think than it can, isn't. and I, I don't. I, it's not, this isn't going to float everyone's boat, but I think Kenny's point is you've seen it before with whether it's pyrotechnics, whether you're bringing the trophy on, whether you've got you know there are clearly other small things you could do. Well, it's not everyone's cup of tea. Mark Wilson was on at the weekend saying he didn't really like Flag Day as a player. He thought it was a bit of a distraction and just wanted to get on with the game. So whether I don't know, maybe that's what. Stephen but do you not wanted... think Flag Day is all about the fans, Gordon? Mm. I, I totally agree. I, I listened to Mark talking about that. Uh, but I think that Kenny He doesn't right. care about the fans, Wilson, does no, he? No, he doesn't. Nah. He's, he's selfish. Um, I just think that Kenny's talking the fact that they've been starved and, and they had to get through the period of not being able to go to the games. They get back there. They're excited for the day. And they're maybe just looking for a little bit more. Mm. Uh, Kenny, aside from... Making sure that the dead time is somewhere below 51 minutes. What are you hoping for from the game tomorrow night? What are you expecting? Well, Livingston always got it. I was on here last year morning as well at that Livingston game. It was uh, Thursday night, it was Mark and uh, Gordon that was on. Mm-hmm. And I was saying about, I've never seen so many high balls launched in up a park in my life. And it was ridiculous, I thought. But um, you always had a guy, I mean, especially at uh, Livingston, I mean, Celtic found out to the weekend. That pitch isn't the easiest one to play on. But um, I'm just hoping that we take it serious and we, we can win it. I mean, we ended up last year getting put out against, I think it was around later, and that's against St Mirren. Um, and then we get put out of the Scottish Cup as well, but that was a penalty kick. For the Kenny, Kenny, <laughs> Kenny just, just a quick question, mate. Uh, I know David Martindale very well. How how would you like Livingston to play tomorrow night? Where would suit you? Because you've complained about Motherwell, you're now complaining about yeah. Livingston high ball, but we can get a, we can get you a, what you want. How, how would you like to... i go gun-ho. Go gun-ho. for it, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. mate. I'll do that, and I'm sure that will suit uh, Rangers fine. Kenny's right, though. I mean, Roger, it would have been... 
That would have been this stage last season, would it not? When St Mirren yeah. knocked uh, yeah, Rangers go, out. So, go the um, and there's there's no doubt Cups is it's the obvious next stage for Rangers. I'm not suggesting that they would trade a league win for a cup, but they've done well in Europe. They've won the league. It goes without saying. That's it's the next obvious achievement that's yeah, staring I, Rangers in the face. I, I said in a show at the start of last season, probably about this time last season, the cups didn't matter to Rangers. All that mattered to Rangers last season was stopping ten in a row and winning the fifty-fifth league title, and they did it, and it was a successful season. Having done that, Gordon, I think this season they'll look for a bit more. They'll look to defend the title, obviously, but I think you're right. The next step for Rangers. Is to get success in knockout competition As mentioned One trophy in nine for Steven Gerrard Big trophy though it was mm. One trophy in nine He will be looking for success in the cup He had great success in the cups as a player With Liverpool European trophies Domestic trophies The one thing that eluded him actually Was the league title of course So he will want success in the domestic cups With Rangers And he'll want to get past Livingston And get to a Hamden semi-final Kenny it was nice to speak to you Let's do this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Unbelievable scenes on the tiebreaker last night on Beat the Pundit. We asked how many games has Alan McGregor played for Rangers and both Alex Ray and the contestant said the same number. They both said 380. I'm hoping for a much more straightforward evening on Beat the Pundit. I must admit, I don't like it when it goes wrong like that. 01419511025. You do need your call to be in before 7 o'clock So don't hang around Your chance to beat the pundit is next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here It's 01419511025 On the phones We're on Twitter at ClydeSSB As well If you missed the first hour Then shame on you Um, But what you missed was Gary McAllister Talking about room for improvement For Rangers But no need for panic They play Livy In the cup tomorrow We heard a bit from Joe Hart Believing Celtic's form Will change But he acknowledges that the uh, Form on the road Certainly needs to change Soon if you have anything to add on them And looking ahead to the cup games Let's do it We're here until 8 o'clock We're also going to go to Hamden uh, And speak to Andrew McLean The new home For Scotland women's national team A long time coming Some would say And we'll do that After we play this Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football I don't know what's in the water These days But we're going to tiebreakers Far more often than we used to And the Punters are winning the tiebreakers quite a lot. Alex Ray won last night, to be fair. But I won Thursday. Uh, we're giving away quite a lot, I must admit. Brian's in Hurlford. How's it going, Brian? Not bad yourself. Yeah, not bad at all. I, I don't even do it anymore, Brian. I don't. It's a waste of everyone's time to ask you who you would rather play, especially the form he's in this season. Uh, so I'll just crack on and and toss the coin. Roger Hanna is going to be heads. Gordon Diel will be tails. <sighs> Does this keep happening? <laughs> <laughs> Just Callum is right there. It is. I, I promise you, it is tails, and I don't know. I don't How know why it keeps happening. I don't know. And I, the only solution is next week. You stand where he stands. Swap over, and no, then and no, then I'll he'll be tails. Me. I'll land on me. <laughs> but producer Callum, you're a man of integrity. I'm not. That yep. I genuinely was tails. Let's go. Just before you start, remember you're a Motherwell fan. No time wasting in the quiz Yeah, I'll try my best um, It'll just be the same as it is every other night Don't you worry uh, Right, let's give Roger Hanna some Clyde 2 to listen to um, Brian, 
Unfortunately oh, In fact it's Gordon We're giving Clyde to Not Roger um, 30 seconds Answer as many questions Right as you can And you're more than welcome To pass and move on If you don't know Okay Okay 30 okay. seconds Starting now Who's the oldest Outfield player To feature in the Scottish top flight This season Al McGregor Aid McGeady Is currently signed For which club Pass Who did Gretna play In the 2006 Scottish Cup final Rangers Who's the only Scottish top flight team With two Welshmen In their first team squad United Which Scottish championship team Are yet to win a league game This season Air United Which English side Are known as the Irons English uh, Pass Which English club Did Robbie Nielsen manage After his first Hearts spell uh, Pick an English club If you don't know Bolton. Okay, let's bring Gordon DL back. Gordon, are you ready? Yes, sir. You need to be on top form tonight. That's the only warning I'm going to give oh, you. Are you no. ready? Yeah. Who's the oldest outfield player to feature in the Scottish top flight this season? Uh, McGregor. Aiden, oh, Mag- Aiden McGeady is currently signed for which club? Sunderland. Who did Gretna play in the 2006 Scottish Cup Pass. final? Name the only Scottish top flight team with two Welshmen in their first team squad. Two Welshmen? Uh, off pass. Which Scottish Championship team are yet to win a league game this season? Dunfermline. Which English side are known as the Irons? Oh, uh, don't know. Pass. I can't. <laughs> did you say for your player? You did, didn't you? Brian, Brian, Brian. How do you think that went? Uh, I'm not sure. Mm. I think it was tight. Mm, I'm not sure. I think I I'm not sure that it, it was tight, Brian. Unfortunately for you, who's the oldest outfield <laughs> player? <laughs> Davis. Do you want to know what's worse? Brian said Alan McGregor as well Ah brilliant Brian What chance have we got here <laughs> It is Stephen Davis Yes oh, um, And the thing is You both would have known that If you'd just Taken a bit more time And, and listened Aidan McGeady Is signed for Sunderland So 1-0 to Gordon Hearts played uh, Gretna played Hearts In 2006 2-0 to Gordon oh dear. Do you know what was really off-putting Roger He was so distressed About the The Alan McGregor oh, yeah. Stephen Davis question That He messed up his own hair And I, <laughs> He was then really open Because I looked at him And all of a sudden That wee flick That he's got at the front was, And it was all like Plastered down Come on I'm tuning it up I'm excited um, Name the only Scottish Top flight team With two Welshmen It's Aberdeen Marley Watkins Ryan nah, Edges Nah I wouldn't have got that yeah. Would you have uh, got that Roger? Uh, yeah. Pass on that one uh, Which championship team Are yet to win a league game It is Dunfermline 3-0 to Gordon Oh dear Oh dear Oh dear, oh dear Brian Oh dear Oh, dear. oh yes <laughs> Never Bri- mind oh dear Brian's got two questions left But I don't really care I think, I think he knows um, where this is heading The Irons are West Ham West Ham and Oh I didn't know that The English You didn't even get this far Robbie Nielsen managed MK Dons, Dons. Brian Brian No Brian, I know It's a no <laughs> Oh no Yes Brian Oh, oh Brian, Brian Brian I'll never be mentioned again What's your track name? Don't tell him Brian <laughs> Don't tell him <laughs> Phone in Phone in every Thursday Every Tuesday We're available <laughs> 7 o'clock Get in early <laughs> Oh Brian You're a good sport Well done Thank you That's uh, the first zero We've had in ages oh, Well done Brian it's been, it's been quite the day For awkward competition <laughs> entries On Clyde oh, One yeah. If, uh, if, any, if anyone's yeah. been listening Earlier on uh, Well if Brian's feeling bad This will cheer him oh, up that, Yes Aye Brian will suddenly feel Not quite so bad Well we just play it Oh Brian you got to I mean we wouldn't usually do it But it's Brian's fault So Brian got a zero And yeah like I say It's not been a classic day um, For competition entries On Clyde 1 I know this has got nothing To do with football right? But, but please just listen to this 
I don't even think I need to explain it, do I, Callum? Does the, the clip speak for itself? Please listen to this. Hello? Oh! Hi, who's that? Who's this? It's Gary Spence with the cash for his call. You want me money? Mate... Oh my god. Oh. What's your name? James Strachan. James, I'm so sorry. Okay. You know what you could have won? That's actually my girlfriend. She's going to kill me. She's in the shower. <laughs> right. I know the answer. <laughs> it's 20 grand. You said hello. 20 grand. Oh, so you've been not going to get it? I'm afraid not, mate. The first words out of your mouth have to be, show me the money. No way. She's going to tell me. Right, you take care, mate. Right, pal. Lindsay, I went and answered it wrong. Honestly, listen, sorry, pal. Tell, tell my girlfriend, I'm so sorry. I, 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 but, I, I, did, are you mental? Oh, my God, you're joking. I'm in the shower. I left my phone with them. I thought You are joking me. I'm so sorry. I do believe that. Yeah, they are. That's a joke. Oh, wait. I don't know. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Oh, my goodness. Gordon Deal, you and I, I almost I ended up in a road traffic accident mm. because that nearly sent me off the M74 on the way driving in here this afternoon. I do not. The three of us are not usually lost for words. Even hearing that back for the second time Oh Oh my oh, I'm, look, look, I'm in pain Goodness knows how he's feeling Brian only lost a ball tonight Exactly That boy's probably lost um, You know <laughs> Maybe two <laughs> Roger Honestly <laughs> he's, uh, 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 You are super, You're Clyde yeah. One Super Scoreboard's Mr Composure And that You it, are cringing it, all the way through that Actually I heard it earlier on And it doesn't get better With a second it listening worse, doesn't it? I think oh. it actually does get worse There's good news to this Gordon Because I, I know it's the right, Yes There's good news to this Because I know it's the right way Because I, I think that Um he obviously apologised to his, his good lady. Oh, so that'll be fine then. And I think that'll be she enough. took it. Ah, yeah, that, yeah, she took it well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure so he'll I think, I think they'll be fine. Ah, right, okay. Yeah. Ever have to have a conversation like that with any of the Mrs. D's? I never answer MD Elsie's phone, Roger. I don't like MD answering mine. So. <laughs> I'll bet you don't. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones. Uh, you can say what you like within reason when you phone this show. Uh, tweet us as well at Clyde SSB. We're going to speak to Scott and Motherwell um, very soon We are on Twitter as well Just uh, I suppose to follow up From the previous Rangers caller He said he was underwhelmed By flag day But PR says That was exactly the way It should have been The sixth game into the season The moment had passed It was game one then Fair enough But you can have all the bells And whistles So two sides To every story As they say Let's go to Hamden Because uh, Scotland women's national team Are playing tonight And it's a significant one Andrew McLean yeah, it's a big game here for them because it's their first World Cup qualifier to take place at Hamden with all their home qualifiers being hosted here for this campaign as well. It's also the first home match for new boss Pedro Martinez Losa. He takes charge of just his second game. They beat Hungary 2-0 away from home to kick off the Spaniards' new era on Friday and this is a great chance for them to build on that in front of fans at the National Stadium. The last time they played here was back in 2019, a friendly against Jamaica. That was the send-off before the World Cup that year and it was a record crowd of over 18,000 at that game 
that night. I'm told there could be up to around 6,000 here for this one tonight. And the fans will be hoping for goals as well because the Pharaohs that they're playing against tonight lost 10-0 to Spain last week. As for team news, it's Lee Alexander in goal for Scotland. The back four, Rachel McLaughlin, Rachel Corsi, Jen Beatty and Nicola Doherty. The two holding midfielders, Chloe Arthur and Lisa Robertson with Christy Grimshaw, Aaron Cuthbert and Claire Emsley in behind James Ross. The strike, uh, the substitutes, Fife, Cummings, Boyle, Thomas, Clark, Howard, Westrup, Hansen, Cleland, Davidson and Arnott for this one at Hamden tonight. As you can hear, the theme tune of the summer on in the background. Uh, yes, sir, I can boogie. And Roger, as Andrew explains there, this is now... It's a big step for the Scotland women's national team If you're talking about Building the game Growing the game Going forward um, Then playing at Hamden Like the Scotland national team should Is is a big step An appropriate one Yeah 100% um, They did it before If you remember Prior to the World Cup I think mm. it was Jamaica yeah, They played friendly, in, that, yeah. in that friendly game Got a big crowd And I'm quite sure You know these World Cup qualifiers I think Scotland have still to play You know they're at home to Hungary They won in Hungary on Friday night I believe and then, a, you know, a crucial home game against Spain, home game against Ukraine. No reason why they shouldn't be playing at Hamden and no reason why they shouldn't be attracting crowds to Hamden and decent crowds mm. at that. And it brings a level of expectation, doesn't it? As Andrew says, the Pharaohs lost 10-0 to Spain the other night. So with that comes, you know, a bit of pressure. Yeah. To, not, not, to, not to score 10, but um, if you are at Hamden, you've got a new crowd in there and you want to try and encourage people to come back, everybody likes to see convincing victories, and, don't and, they? But what happens if the Pharaohs women waste time? Then it might only be 5 0. Yeah. And so, yeah, we'll wait and see. Scott is in Motherwell. What's your point tonight, Scott? Hi, guys, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm uh, first time caller, a bit nervous. But, uh... what, what made you call tonight then? I'm always fascinated, Scott, because we've been on the go for ages. What Something must have annoyed you. Yeah, frustration a wee bit, <laughs> uh, buddy. Um, Scott from Motherwell gives it away. I'm a Motherwell fan, and uh, just a lot of my mates are Rangers fans, families Rangers fans, and uh, you hear about the uh, drop points for Rangers at the weekend. And I, I'm I'm very much coming from it for the other point of view that it was drop points for us. And somebody said it at the start of the show, I think it was Gordon, but if we won on Sunday, we were we were sitting top of the league, and I was getting a good bit of banter with my my family, and my friends, saying we're going to win top of the league, and and whatnot. And in that game on Sunday, I thought we played. Fantastic! I've been to the last uh, the last home game uh, and and seen the, the last three games in the, in the spin. We've won, uh, and we're on a great run. We've got a great team playing brilliant under Graham Alexander. And um, I just think it's um, it's, a, it's a lot of focus, obviously, is on on Rangers and Celtic, which is fair enough. It's probably the bulk of the support in, in Scotland, but. Uh, smaller teams sometimes find it harder to get a look in, and that was why I called just to. Yeah, to but I, th- I think that's I think that's fair. Yeah, like. We'll never get away from it And I, I'm not naive enough to Not realise that that's what makes this show turn as well Roger But you, you get these different For instance If it had been Motherwell who scored an offside goal Then we would we'd be hearing a lot more about it That's just the way it works There's more people There's more, there's more attention Your newspaper knows all about it With back pages that, that's, it's, it's kind of unavoidable um, But I think Scott's general point Is to try and, and look at, at What Motherwell did do And, and the run that they're on Because you, you were at Dens Park for this show Weren't you? No, I was at a home game the when home... Motherwell beat Dundee in the league a couple yeah, of weeks that after right. the okay. Dens part defeat when, when the Motherwell fans were, or a section of the Motherwell mm-hmm. fans were jeering Graham Alexander. And my point um, was quite a turnaround since then. And it has been quite a turnaround. You look at um, some of the signings, I know we didn't play at the weekend. Sondra Solom Johansson looks a decent signing. Johanny O'Hala, am I right there, Gordon? I heard mm-hmm. you pronounce yeah, it well do. at the weekend, has, has been a decent signing as well. Kevin Van Veen. 
Now they've got him in the team Looks to be a decent player Ken Woolery Who actually scored the equaliser At the weekend Looks to be decent Callum Slattery's come in from Southampton So there has been A turnover of players And they're quite quietly unheralded And Motherwell are getting the benefit Three straight wins Then a point at Ibrox I'm actually going to see them For Super Scoreboard on Saturday At home to Ross County And if they continue in the same vein They'll certainly be Looking to finish in the top six again this season Having fallen below that mark last season I, I said on Sunday Gordon Before the game kicked off that If Motherwell got to get anything Let's not be kiddie here Going to Ibrooks on flag day um, You know they've got a terrific record at home Rangers They've got quality players I know they've freshened their team up a little bit You need Rangers to have an off day so, uh, In front of goals And you need a, to get a little bit of luck now, we didn't get a luck with the goal. Sakala's goal was offside. But where we did get a luck is Rangers missed a few guilt chances. You've got to be honest about that. Roofs is unbelievable, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But mother, then, was mother, it off someone whose who's backside got in the way? I think Marell lost for the Aribo shot, yeah. curling shot, because if it was going to be the ball. And I just, common, yeah. I just think Motherwell, they, they stuck to their game plan, they worked away hard. Um, you know, they're playing with a lot of confidence. And I've always said that this season, Rangers give you an opportunity. And it came along and, and Motherwell took that opportunity You can argue both sides For the penalty kicks or whatever I was delighted for Motherwell To go out there with a point so, uh, Listen, you say to Graham Alexander Walking in that door at 2 o'clock I'll give you a point and you can jump in the, the team bus And go home He'd be on the team bus, no doubt about mm. it They're in good form I expect them to continue that form At home to Ross County And that would be terrific Four wins and one draw so that's good form. Have your aims or expectations changed f- for this season, Scott? I mean, it was only a couple of weeks ago. Everyone's talking about obviously Celtic and Rangers and Hibs and Hearts, and they're up there. And Aberdeen have, on paper, strengthened a lot, and it's a new era for them. Um, but you, as a Motherwell fan, will know if you look back to those seasons where you did manage to finish sort of third or fourth. Lots of times it was down to just like a good start, and then having something to to build on. What are you hoping for? The, the couple of guys mentioned it there, the players that's come in, um, uh, Willery and um, Slattery's playing really well, and it's kind of slowly just sort of creeped in in the back. He's, he's managed to get these signings and it, it, it players and whatnot. And I remember last season going to Ibrox and getting slagged a lot off my mates because we, we parked the bus and it, we get that phrase get bandied about to me for a good couple of weeks after the game. And this time, uh, Alexander played three up front for most of the game. I mean, what team goes to Ibrox and plays three up front? You know, and they they three that are up front are they're good good quality players. You've got Tony Watt. I love Tony Watt, and he's a bit of a cult figure with the Marvel fans. He'll run his heart out for for that team. So he will up and down the park all day. He's absolutely fantastic. So we've got these players that's came in, and then you've got this kind of um, the the heart of the team that's kind of been there for a wee while. Tony Watt. Grimshaw Grimshaw is a bit of a kind of marmite figure. Um, he 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 runs a bit a bit daft sometimes as well, but he's a, he, he can he can play a good game. Liam Kelly's a fantastic goalkeeper, which I've got at the back. And just what you said there about uh, seasons in past and whatnot. Last season it was like I, I don't know what happened last season. We, we played months, but the the season before that, I remember going to going out with my mate to watch the Gold Cup and I was on my way to work, up to see Mother V Aberdeen and that was the day the, the football got stopped. And if we beat Aberdeen that day, we were two points behind Rangers and playing Rangers the following week. And I reckon, I always say we would have beat Rangers and finished second that season. Uh, it never turned out that way. But 
that this season I think they're going back to that, that that type of season then when there was a really good start we've got a good squad the kind of players that's been there and, and the signings that's coming in look really good as well so they're, they're a wee bit of a dark horse I think for, for people to watch Time will tell Thank you very much to Scott in Motherwell 01419511025 um, Got a good story to tell you from a Scotsman doing good things abroad so we'll do that in the very near future and a full time teaser as well Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141-951-1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna are here As always you can get in touch on Twitter or the phones 0141-951-1025 We're about to speak to Ross um, Let me give you a teaser first though uh, We've got a few in today which is great So that will maybe help us out this week But the address you need if you want to hear your question Is fulltime at Clyde One. Com. So you send the questions in The pundits go out of their minds For the last half hour of the show Trying to come up with the answers And you can sit home with the satisfaction Knowing that it was your question that caused it So full time at Clyde1.com Tonight is from KJ Styles Who sent in Can the guys name The last six winning captains Of the League Cup or the Scottish Cup But they've never been capped for their country so we're looking for the last six winning captains of either the League Cup or the Scottish Cup who've never been capped by their country. Jim Goodwin. No. Jason Johnston's captain. Jason Kerr. Yes, well okay. done. Well done, Daz. So it must be more recent than St Mirren winning the League Cup. Worryingly enough it's not Does Jim Goodwin have one cap perhaps Or oh, a low number oh, oh. I'm going to check Well he lived next, he lived next door to Wilson So he might have one cap uh, Half a cap <coughs> yeah. They might share a cap <laughs> He's got one cap oh, Yeah he's got one cap for the go. Republic of Ireland There you are um, I, I knew there was, uh, something just was ringing a bell Gary there. He No James Fowler Yes Okay leave it there then That's a good start Can the guys name the last six winning captains Of either the League Cup Or the Scottish Cup Who've never been capped by their country James Fowler Kelly captain 2012 Never been capped And Jason Kerr recently Both cups as well um, No Scotland cap Yet Maybe um, Maybe that's Maybe that's still to come So we'll, we'll wait and see Speaking of people who may be capped In the near future Do you like that? That was Se- good I like that, that seamless that transition It's not my first show Roger um, Aaron Hickey Has just scored his first goal For Bologna It's a lovely goal as well You have to say It was a, a left Footed effort outside the box Fired it into the bottom corner uh, To carry on his relatively good start to the season Is he closing in? Every squad that gets announced We we ask the question that comes up He clearly isn't doing himself any harm at the moment Well, listen, you're quite right I mean, we've spoken a long time about the quality of Scotland's left backs Um, However, in the system Steve Clark plays Kieran Tierney is nailed on as a left-sided centre-back So... Could Aaron Hickey come in with Greg Taylor injured? Um, could he be a backup for Andy Robertson? Could he give cover on the other side? You know, we, we, suddenly we seem better off for right fullbacks with the emergence of Nathan Patterson, the emergence of young Calvin Ramsey up at Aberdeen as well behind Stephen O'Donnell. So, but could could he perhaps be cover in there as well? Certainly, he's playing at a very high level. Mm. Serie A week in week out, it's noticeable. He's getting more game time at Bologna this season after a few niggly injuries last season. And now he's got himself in the score sheet. Yeah, I mean they did lose six one against Inter um, at the um, at the weekend, so clearly not um, a classic. But bouncing back tonight, and Gordon, that that versatility though. You, for instance, and I know it's easy to benefit of hindsight. 
if he was in that last squad, that would have been perfect because we we did have a right back issue mm-hmm. um, at, at one stage, you know, and, and he could have gone in and and played there. Well, I, I definitely liked the boy when he was at Hearts. Gone, um, he's obviously made that move abroad, um, different style of football, and he seems to be improving. Um, and that is good news for the Scotland squad as well. And you're right, you, you need players nowadays in the modern day game that just don't play one position, can fill in a few positions, help the manager out, especially like the last time with the right back position. He could have come in there and played. Uh, I would have every confidence in the lad. You've got to give him an opportunity, but um, I'm sure he will feature in, in, in future squads. Uh, we had Jack Hendry on the show last week, Roger Hanna, and there are now a couple Aaron Hickey and Lauren Shankland, and we've had the likes of Liam Henderson going over to Italy. I think every time it's still. It's still a novelty for us It would be nice if we got to a stage where it wasn't And loads of Scots went abroad and broadened their horizons And learned a new culture and language and way of football But as it stands there's still only that handful So it becomes interesting when they do something like scoring in Serie A Or getting a point against Lionel Messi's PSG and so on Yeah, listen, Ryan Gold seems to have really hit the ground running over at Vancouver in the MLS Quite a few Scots in the MLS You know, guys that perhaps disappear off the radar Lewis Morgan at Inter-Miami Danny Wilson at Colorado Johnny Russell, of course, at Kansas. They've all done well and they've all established themselves over there. Um, interesting to note that none of them, with the exception of Jack, who went over to Ostend from Celtic and Lone and is now, and now at Bruges, none of them have really made that leap into the international squad and stayed there. Lewis Morgan and Johnny Russell didn't really manage to stay in the squad under Steve Clark. So it would be interesting to see if Aaron Hickey makes it in. Mm. Interesting to see as well, there are a couple of injuries among the squad. See if there's many changes for these big games yeah. against Israel and the Pharaohs next month. And Things I never thought I would bring up On Clyde One Super Scoreboard right? And we won't dwell on it for long This must be why you don't play computer games Gordon DL Did mm-hmm. you see it? And you as well Hannah You're threatened here Because a resident Stato mm-hmm. Is either you or Andrew McLean And you like to you like to fight it out Andrew's gone a bit left field To try and get one over on you oh, Did yeah. you see this? Mm-hmm. He was referencing FIFA statistics As in the computer game Statistics on his Twitter feed last night uh, telling everyone all about the And he'll be listening as well So if you want to slag him for this That's absolutely fine um, But all the top rated Scottish players on, on the game Because it's usually pretty it's pretty realistic On a game uh, yeah, but it's, it's pretty about, realistic right, If okay. you look at the top for instance Andy Robertson's the top rated Scot in, in FIFA the yeah. computer. You would expect that wouldn't you You can down the list McTominay second Tierney third McGinn fourth So you're sort of Yeah okay There or thereabouts No place in the top 25 For Billy Gilmore Yet Barry Bannon, Matt Phillips, Matt Ritchie and Tom Kearney and Johnny Russell, etc. All make it in there and know Billy Gilmore. What, we, we, need to, we need to sort that out, surely. A, a national inquiry, I, can I, we? I think it's Andrew McLean you need to sort yeah, out first. I think so. Yeah, a and you, you two wouldn't buy into that. A few. young single man sitting looking at FIFA rankings. And, and I think you've just answered the question, why is a young single man? Well, that's true, Roger, yes. How do you know? Oh, that's true, yeah. Mm. Yeah, maybe you said something. Oh. FIFA with... Yeah, a special friend, didn't they? Uh, Ross is in Pollock before we get ourselves in trouble. <laughs> Ross, what's your point for the guys? <laughs> That's okay. Um, hi, Gordon. Uh, Gordon and um, Roger Housen. Hi, Ross. Um, it's my first opportunity I got on from the weekend and mm-hmm. listening to the show, obviously, Sunday and Monday. And obviously, the result wasn't great to start with. Let's get that right. But I think we need to obviously take a bit of looking at the bigger picture, I think Ange obviously is still trying to find his feet in terms of his best 11. Um, I think obviously the fact that he didn't have McGregor and Kyogo didn't help 
Um, but um, I, I still believe in Ange, and I still think Ange will turn that around. Um, I think obviously this defence problem is becoming a bigger problem. Um, I don't think Starfelt for me is the guy to lead the line in terms of the defence. Um, so I think I know it's a long time away, but I think in January we're going to need to either sign a defender unless Julian comes back and um, Carter Vickers and Julian can form a partnership. But no, I, I just I think obviously and just is still the guy to lead Celtic. It's difficult when it's so early, Gordon, because you can only go on what what you're seeing so far. Mm-hmm. Based on that, though, is Starfield going to have to to get better? Is James McCarthy going to have to get better for them to be considered good signings? Mm-hmm. Is that fair? I mean, yeah. and by the way, that, that might happen. I get that it is only early September, so maybe it's a natural thing where they'll automatically get sharper and fitter and better and more in tune with Ange Postacoglu, more in tune with the Scottish style of play. But as things stand, it, I think it's it's fair to say that, that, that there is there is room there. Yeah, I think the jury's out and one or two. McCarthy, you've got to give a bit of time. He needs match fitness. He was... Uh, I thought his fitness levels weren't up to the standard that he was looking for at the weekend. Um, Starfell is a big one because of the money, the transfer that they paid for him. Uh, so give him a bit of time. Uh, I said earlier, Gordon, they brought in 12 players, 12 new players. Now, you're not going to get 12 players that are going to hit the ground running and are mm-hmm. going to big success. It will mm-hmm. not happen. Of course not, but the reason the spotlight is on a couple of them, you've just mentioned it as money. well. Starfield's the money. James mm-hmm. McCarthy has the reputation, Tation. the pedigree and a four-year contract. So yeah. people will say, do you know what? If Liam Shaw doesn't work out or Urugidi doesn't work out uh, or, you know, or someone else who's, who's there for backup or Abada's young and Jota's young, do you know what the, 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 these two? There's bound to be more of a focus on them. Yeah, of course there are. But the argument for the the defenders might be saying, "Look, hold on a minute. Yeah, we're 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 shipping easy goals just now. Uh, we look especially away from home like we're going to lose goals. You've got to have a defence in front of you, Gordon. You, you know, as much as Celtic, as I said, I really enjoyed watching them at Celtic Park against St Mirren. I thought the attacking football was brilliant to watch. But when you come up against better teams. Like, you know, the other night there um, Away from home in Europe You've got to have that protection of your back four And your goalkeeper in the middle of the park as well So they've got to get the right blend in there The right mix This is where he's got to decide You know, as Roger says There are a few difficult ones coming up Petaudry's Easter Roads Does he go with that same flair of attacking style And just say to his back man You've just got to go on with and defend I still think, like Ross said there, I think they need defenders. I'm not convinced. Uh, you look at Ball and Golly coming in at left back from nowhere. Roger said that he couldn't believe it. I think everybody is in the studio was the same. Taylor's out. Um, I don't even know if he's the, the answer. Um, I like young Montgomery. Then you've got Starfelt, the question marks. You've got Beaton in there. Carter Vickers. Julian to come back. Welsh. I don't know if that's strong mm. enough, Gordon. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, Roger Hanna, just on that. So Kevin McHugh sent me a tweet in here, right, at Clyde SSB, and he says it's it's not exactly a full-time teaser, but it's an incredible stat. Of the team that played against Hearts on the opening day of the league season versus the team that played against Livy there, how many do you think started both games quickly? Don't ruin this by getting it right. Four. Two. Turnbull and Abada. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but, um, different reasons for that. 
the evolution of the squad, players brought in, injuries, suspensions, yeah. COVID, whatever. That's quite something in this. But if you're talking about trying to find some sort of settled team, in what, how many weeks would that be? And only two players started both games. Yeah, listen, part of it was down to injuries as well. We touched upon yeah, it earlier on Kyogo, Forrest. Uh, McGregor Taylor People like that missing. But yeah, well, And Hart hadn't been signed yeah, I don't think but, but, but no surprise If Ange Bosikoglu Does go and get a centre half in January Or does go and get A winger Or a centre forward Or a left back Because as Daz was saying earlier on This isn't an issue The rebuild at Celtic Isn't an issue That's going to be resolved In one window Despite the fact 12 players come in in a window This is going to be A three mm-hmm. or four window job mm-hmm. Before Ange Bosikoglu is really content with the squad that he's got. You could always, like I said earlier, though, you could always do with a couple of the the, the big ones really working. That that allows well, people to really to buy be, in. To be fair, Kyogo was. Yes, that, that, that's prior, very true. Prior to and, the injury, and I suppose Jota early days, but people like the look of him. Mabada has been productive, if not consistent. Yeah, and I think Joe Hart is a step up yep. from any of the goalkeepers that were there prior to him. Um, I mean Ross. I'm not entirely sure yet We've not spoken to Celtic We will do tomorrow Callum McGregor may not be fit yet Wraith Rovers is not um, At home Should should be a game that Celtic go un, you know, Unbelievable favourites for how, how important is he Are there certain areas of the team Ross that whilst you accept Suspensions, injuries, Covid is going to happen certain, certain parts of that Celtic team Don't look like they can, can Cope with that at the moment no, definitely agree with you. I think there's parts of the team that are, are not looking as great as what they should be. Um, I think, obviously, as Gordon touched on, the defence problem is, is, a, is a problem because we've shipped in five goals in two games this week and already it's it's questionable. Um, I don't know if, if I'm the only Celtic fan that thinks this, but I actually, I actually do fear for Thursday night. I think Braith Rovers could become a problem on Thursday night. I think it's one of the cup games that never takes for granted. But um, I think if I'm missing McGregor on Thursday, I, I do think he is missing in the middle. Um, I think him and Tumble work, work well together. But um, I'm hoping that McCarthy is just taking a bit longer than usual to find his feet. Um, but fingers crossed that McGregor does make it. But if not, then I think it will need to be McCarthy and um, Tumble. That would be a huge surprise, Gordon. I get that Celtic are not firing and, and people... Have their doubts But the home games Have been Not a problem And particularly and We're talking against St Mirren And Dundee mm-hmm. And Wraith Rovers Would be considered Weaker than those So Oh without a shadow of doubt um, John McGlynn Has got Wraith Rovers Playing some good football I think they'll When they get the ball They'll try and play football That's the only way They can play But you're right Gordon um, At home Celtic Are very Forward thinking Very quick They move the ball brilliantly They create chances I think it will be A massive ass for Wraith Rovers I really do Take Ross's point To an extent Roger Because those games I referenced Had Callum McGregor in them They had Kyogo Furuhashi in them They had um, You know A bit more balance At at left back Does Bolongoli play again This week You know So it's, It's not Maybe as rosy as it was on a, on a personnel front no, Listen I'd be astonished If Celtic didn't get sure. through this tie And get to the semi-final at Hamden. Um Apart from anything else Daz would be furious Because for 27 years He's been the man That led Wraith Rovers To the biggest cup shock Against Celtic mm. And if, if somebody took that mantle off him He'd be, he'd, Break he'd, his heart he'd, He would actually need to buy a drink In Kirkcaldy again mm. you know, which, which doesn't happen in Motherwell or Glasgow So why should it happen in Kirkcaldy? <laughs> 
Um, I, I can't say I spoke to John McGlynn the other day John McGlynn if you remember Is the manager Who took hearts to Anfield Against Brendan Rodgers mm-hmm. Liverpool yeah. And was two minutes away From a yeah. 1-0 win And it needed a goal By Luis Suarez no less To deny hearts And John McGlynn that victory So it so, sort of shows you Anything is mm. possible In cup football I agree with Naz This is a big ask He's not still dining out On that all this time later Is he? But where is it you're going tomorrow again? I'm going to leaving a golf club uh, um, Where was it you were going for lunch? Uh, Strathairn um, My mates And you get looked after Because you were a Wraith Rovers legend Yeah, yeah, yeah I just okay. It's on the house So you are still dining out on it That's fine Glad, <laughs> glad we've established that Ross, thank you uh, Will you give us a call back sometime Ross? Yeah, no, it was just a, a last point. Now, my, my point essentially on the Rafe Rovers point was the fact that I actually beat Aberdeen. That's where I'm oh, coming from. They've already, beat, they've already beat a team in the, in, in the, in the top flight this season. So. Yeah, and, they've, and the Aberdeen made changes that day. Um, and that's kind of come back to haunt them. Fair enough. Thank you, Ross. We'll have to move on. We're running a bit late. Any more on that teaser quickly? Six, the last six winning captains of either the League Cup or the Scottish Cup who've never been capped by their country. I'll go. You've got James Fowler and Jason Kerr. I was there. Was David Gray one, Hibs? Yes. What about Andrew Davis at Ross County? Yes, we'll get the rest next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna are on the home straight. We are building up to those big Premier Sports Cup games tomorrow. Dundee and St Johnson, Rangers, Livy are split across the two days Thursday, Celtic Wraith and Dundee United. Hibs, uh, don't forget Scotland women's national team are now at Hamden That's their home now for competitive games They're there tonight taking on the Faroe Islands I'm sure Pedro Martinez Losa will be hoping for a convincing scoreline As he ushers in his new era uh, as well Beat Hungary 2-0 the other night though Let's see how we've got uh, Or how we're doing I should say on the teaser So KJ Styles got in touch tonight Full time at Clyde1.com um, that's the address he got in touch. Can you name the six, the last six winning captains of either the Scottish League Cup or the Scottish Cup who've never been capped by their country? So you've got Jason Kerr, Andrew Davis of Ross County, David Gray of Hibbs, and James Fowler of Kilmarnock. Take one more guess at the moment. Dave Mackay, St Johnson. Oh, wonderful. He's a man in form. We've only got one more to get, so I'm sure we'll get it between now. And the end of the show uh, Let's hear from a guy I'm not sure we've heard from this guy Certainly not many times Because he's new to our league And he's not played a great deal of football Fashion Sakala uh, He says he'll have no problem Dealing with the pressure of playing for Rangers He got his first goal A competitive goal for the club in Sunday's one-all draw with Motherwell And he's looking to impress again In tomorrow night's League Cup quarter-final against Livy As a striker I know my mission And the mission is always to help the team which is something that we always do in training and uh, all the strikers, we are always working together uh, to make sure that uh, we deliver. Even before I signed for Rangers, I knew Rangers and I was following Rangers. So uh, before I signed, before I made the decision, I knew that uh, the challenge I'll take is the challenge of pressure, which is a very good pressure to win. Uh, And this is something that I like, which gives me pressure to work extra hard. And uh, I know the fans were disappointed, but uh, we are very positive and to give them what they want. We know what they want. All they want is us to keep winning. And this is the love they have for the club. And uh, the only thing that can keep them happy is to win games. And I believe that we are going to do it for them. I love that. I think we need more of that. Strikers should always describe 
uh, as being their mission to score. I love that. Great use of that word. Is this an ideal time for him to get a run of games and, and try and establish himself? Because Stephen Gerrard has mentioned about you know, chopping and changing, and yes, he's been forced into that at times. He scored, obviously, at the weekend. Maybe then, maybe then showed the other side as well, a bit raw. Yeah, um, will he start again tomorrow? I think he will start again tomorrow Because he did what the other strikers didn't do at the weekend He scored a goal um, He should have had a second In the second half Was a little bit um, Looked panicked a little bit And slashed the shot wide When he should really have hit the target And tested Liam Kelly But he's in the team He'll probably stay in the team uh, Ryan Kent's out injured I know Hadji's back in the country I'm not quite sure if he's ready to go into the team um, Alfredo Morelos was only off the bench at the weekend Seemed to be carrying a little niggle Kemar Roof missed that chance um, Jermaine Defoe I think is now concentrating more on his coaching duties Than, than the playing duties So I think now is a chance for Fashion Sakala To get himself nailed down into the team And you do that by scoring goals Yeah I think he's got to play tomorrow night I like the fact that he's very confident in his own ability I like that about a striker um, the confidence of getting a goal um, in Sunday. So I think that, um, you know, Stephen Gerrard will be saying, right, okay, let's give him a run of games. And tomorrow night's ideal at home at Livingston. Once again, everybody's expecting Rangers to go through that tie. And uh, if he can go on the score sheet again, Gordon, he can just kick off from there. He's certainly got the ability. Mm. Uh, he believes in his own ability. It's up to him to go and prove it. Or is it a game to... Put Morelos back in And try and well, I think Kickstart that, him yeah, and I think that will depend On his level of fitness Because Stephen Gerrard mm. Said on Friday You know Ryan Kent's out For four weeks And there was a big doubt About Alfredo Morelos yeah, I was wondering about that There can't have been That big a doubt In the end Given that he He, play, he was available On the well, bench And he came on Yeah that was 48 hours After Stephen mm. Gerrard spoke so he's No no I'm not questioning Stephen Gerrard's assessment I mean now Now knowing what we do He's um, You know he played a good bit Of the game or He certainly was available To come yeah. on and, but but didn't score So I think Fashion Sakala Is probably in position A To stay in the team tomorrow night Because he did score Daz will tell you Nothing improves a striker's confidence Better than scoring goals So he will feel He's got in the team He scored a goal Therefore he should stay in the team Be very surprised if he's not playing Gordon um, Can he fit Morelis and Sakala In the same side? Probably yeah. could um, so I, I, I'm with Roger I think if you get your goal in, in Sunday And then the game comes as quick as Wednesday I think you'll be champing the manager's door And saying look I want to go back out there And, I and wonder, score more I wonder goals. if he will If he will Stephen Gerrard will freshen up Whether it means Bassey and Balligan Maybe coming back in Whether it means Scott Arfield Maybe coming back in for Stephen Davis Could Lundstrom get a start Is Hadji ready to get thrown mm. straight back mm-hmm. in I think it'd be harsh Either Sakala or Scott Wright they come straight back out the team Having got in yeah. For starting positions At the weekend It's a real fascinating one Because This point of the competition Last season That's when Rangers went out They went out to St Mirren And everyone said We made too many changes We shouldn't have made, made Those changes And Stephen Gerrard I think himself Acknowledged it And Calvin Bassey uh, Was involved that night However Rangers don't go into this one On the back of a victory They go into They go into it In the back of the a, a disappointing result At the weekend and there's the fact that everyone, because of COVID and injury, is bemoaning the fact that there's too much chopping and changing. So I can't quite decide which which way that goes tomorrow then. Yeah. What's the most important of those factors? 
It depends how much importance you place on the League Cup compared to the league because Rangers now go to Dens Park after Livingston in the Cup, they go to Dens Park on Saturday afternoon, which will be an awkward sort of game. Uh, you know, Rangers have dropped points there before under Stephen Gerrard. Um, they will want to move four points ahead of Hibernian, but more significantly, seven points ahead of Celtic before Hibs and Celtic play their respective games on the Sunday. So, indeed, at Dens Park. It's hugely significant to Rangers And it would just depend mm. on what Stephen Gerrard thinks The same team can go Sunday against Mullerwell Wednesday against Livy mm. Saturday against Dundee Although Gordon And then just to, to almost contradict my point Maybe Take left back for instance Maybe mm-hmm. in Judging by the, the calls we've had in Bringing Bassey in for Barisic Is An upgrade to some people right now So it's maybe it's not You know it doesn't That doesn't fall under the, the bracket of Needless rotation I think he will uh, Gordon I really do I think Bassey was having a good um, Run of form uh, I'm a Barisic fan I thought Barisic was A far better fullback, But he just looks like he's He's struggling a little bit just now um, Now the manager's got that decision to make Do you keep him in there And build his confidence again Get him back playing to the ability That we know that he's got Or do you Decide to take him out the firing line and say to Bassey, You've earned your opportunity, go and show me. Interesting to see what David Martindale does as well. He needs to make at least one change because Ben Williamson isn't eligible to mm. play against Rangers, so he, he can't play the same 11 who defeated Celtic. Does he go with a different, not formation, but almost a different policy, if you like, different tactics going to Ibrox mm. does? Look at this guy, Gordon Deal. He's chomping at the bit to leave. You know why, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I exactly know why. I can see it in his face. Bake off starts back tonight. <laughs> yeah, his favourite program. I wonder what you were talking He's about. He's desperate that. to get I, out I, of here. I knew that right away. Well, I, I just end the show right now. End the show, Gordon. Let him go and do Bake Off. Right, okay. You've got one more on the teaser though before you're away to join. Right, the Star Bakers. Come on, Roger. Was Stuart Lovell ever camp for Australia? Is Stuart Lovell of Lovell? It's not him. No. I'm out, Gordon. I've put so much into So we're looking for one tonight. more of the last six captains to win the League Cup or Scottish Cup but never be Pri- capped for their to, country. Prior to 2000? Uh, no. No. So you've got Jason Kerr, Andrew Davis, David Gray, Dave Mackay, James Fowler. Will I give you the year? Yes. 2007. Mm. 2007. Scotland women's national side one up on the Pharaohs. Erin Cuthbert on 19 minutes. Oh, no, Hopefully Jack. the first of many. League Cup. 2007 League Who won the League Cup in 2007 <laughs> He says that like he knows mm. They play in green and white But they're not from Glasgow Hibs Oh it was Hibs When they beat Kilmarnock 5-1 at Hamden Who played in 2007 I'll tell you who the man in the match was Lewis Stevenson no, I'm I don't interested want to know in that, that. Captain. I know the captain Quickly Hibs captain. Quickly Clue Give us a clue I need to tell you Too late Rob Jones oh, Callum uh, Gallagher is up next We're back at 6 tomorrow